Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Did you see this? In Australia, they're going to let people use emojis on their license plates. Good Lord. (laughs) Uh, Queensland, Australia just announced that they're going to start letting people get personalized license plates next month that have emojis on them. (laughs) Here's a, a sample. The heart, smiley face with the heart eyes emoji, the wink emoji. We got the sunglasses emoji there. Why? Why? Is it that? Is it that different? You can get like a Blue Jays logo on your license plate here in Ontario. It's kind of the same thing, isn't it? So is it an accessory? Is it actually like part of your license plate? I don't know. That looks like it's part of a license plate because it takes up like a third of the license plate. Yeah. I don't know if it's officially part or it's a decoration, you know what I mean? God, it's just, I don't even like emojis and texts. I don't use them. They're annoying to me. They're stupid. <laughs> I don't need to see them when I'm driving. I already hate people enough. You know, imagine getting yeah. cut off by a guy with a smiley face on his <laughs> license plate. <laughs> I think I might buy a police scanner, though, an Australian police scanner, just to listen to cops putting out <laughs> APBs on license plates with emojis. Can you imagine that, Jim? Yeah. What's the description of the vehicle? Uh, dispatch. There's a unit. F- this is unit five nine in hot pursuit with a Toyota Camry license plate. Poop emoji. P zero zero P poop emoji. All cars be on alert for a. <laughs> All officers in the area be alert of a possible intoxicated driver in a white F-150 registered under Martini Glass 420 Fire Smoke Cloud. Over. <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought because I, I, was, I was wondering why you. I don't have an Australian <laughs> accent in this scenario. I guess you thought this through. That's why, that's why you're Mr. Improv here, Jim. <laughs> What's the description of the vehicle? All available officers, be on alert for reports of a vehicle driving erratically on Highway 402 in a hammer. License plate, pointed finger into OK hand symbol, winky face, eggplant, peach, 69 water drops emoji. <laughs> Jim, I know you love a good conspiracy theory. How about this, uh, this Google Nest with the hidden microphone? I hate Google so much. Basically, Nest is a home security system that Google has invented. And there was a microphone in it the entire time, but on the spec list, they never listed the microphone. And then recently, they're like, hey, by the way, there's a microphone in it for this new app we have for it. It'll hear the sound of breaking glass. People go, wait a second. You never told us there was a microphone in this thing. So they've been listening the whole time. Well, they claim it wasn't on. Oh, yeah. But it clearly has the capability... Like, it's connected to Wi-Fi, so you could turn it on remotely. That's uh, pretty sneaky. When is Google going to get in trouble for this stuff? Like, they never seem to f- have any repercussions from the sketchy stuff they do. Well, have you stopped using Google? I, I won a Google Home from work. Right, at the Christmas, Christmas party. party, yeah. And I plugged it in, and then a day later, I was, like, looking up how to use it online, and I unplugged it and put it away. How were you looking up how to use it? What search engine were you using? Ask Jeeves. <laughs> Bing. No, Google. I don't know. We're kind of screwed. It's a yeah, monopoly, man. They I own know. everything. We've got the Alexa. And it, same thing. 
I'm a little paranoid about it, but the convenience it provides, and my son loves it. I unplugged it, and then my wife plugged it back in, and I'm not going to win that battle. So I'm just careful what I say around it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you throw a when, towel over it sometimes? When, when I'm planning murders, I do it in the bathroom so uh, so yeah. Alexa can't hear me. So Amazon owns Alexa, but Jeff Bezos also works with the government and the d- d- defense segment of the government, like the army. So maybe... Yeah, it's, like you know, maybe they say we're not listening, but can you trust that? Maybe they're not listening right now, but they could be tomorrow. Uh-huh. You know, at any time, at the flick of a switch. My son is hooked. Like this next generation, it, it makes you wonder. Like, we're having this debate now. It's just going to become commonplace that always there's someone listening to your conversations. I think in the next in the next ten fifteen years, because my son he's two and he's hooked on Alexa, loves it. I picked really? him up from daycare the other day, and one of the ladies at daycare is like, oh, today uh, Grayson kept walking over to that vase, and he'd lean into it and say, Ayexa, play Baby Shark. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the brightest kid, all right? He's, he thinks the vase is Alexa, but he obviously enjoys the the system. Yeah, it's yeah, it's natural to him. It's like the kids who grew up with the internet, they don't know anything else. Yeah. I'm becoming a Mennonite, man. They got it going on. That that is that is the only alternative. Problem is those horses always listening. <laughs> Your peacock. Sports time, Devin Peacock joins us. What do you want to talk about, Dev? I want to talk about uh, uh, George St. Pierre. He's uh, going to announce his retirement today, this afternoon in Montreal. And I was thinking of something that um, was said a couple years ago where the basically the argument was, uh, Dana White was saying that GSP is the most popular Canadian athlete around the world. Of all time? Well, I mean, today. Today being like, you know, also five years from five years mm-hmm. ago. And I was trying to think of it like, so like, obviously we're hockey centric in this country. So I would think Wayne Gretzky, maybe Sidney Crosby, like you, but like, is, does like how many people in like Australia know Wayne Gretzky as opposed to GSP? How many people in China know Wayne Gretzky as opposed to GSP? I think for Wayne Gretzky, he may, uh, it's kind of like an even, even level there. The only other, and I'm not trying to be a homer. Yeah, the other couple is Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer, just because, especially right after the Olympics, like they are known around the world in like Africa, Malaysia, China, uh, South America, everywhere. Similar to, I think Wayne Gretzky, maybe not uh, Wayne Gretzky in South America. I don't know, Uh, maybe, uh, but also GSP because. MMA is just a global sport. Sure. Well, figure skating, too. You, you get the pockets, right, where they just go crazy for the sport. So in Asia, for example, mm-hmm. where figure skating is huge over there, and Scott and Tessa would be superstars. They'd get followed around like crazy. I guess any country that participates actively in the Winter Olympics would be huge fans, right? At least know who they are. Yeah. I think one of the arguments I would make for Wayne Gretzky against... Uh, GSP is like Wayne Gretzky hasn't played hockey for like 20 years at this point. So the fact that he is still like in the conversation to me speaks to his longevity in terms of being like one of the most popular Canadian athletes. Scott and Tessa 
are big right now, deservedly so, but in 20 years from now, are they still going to have the same cachet? Maybe. I mean, they, they could be like, you know, just spoken of every single 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 uh, Winter Olympics as just legends in their sport. And maybe GSP 20 years from now is, is spoken the same way. But I, I feel that's like a harder a harder case for you to make that GSP like 20 years from now is still viewed as at the top of Canadian athletes. Well, there's only one way to settle this. We need to have a pay-per-view where Scott and Tessa fight GSP. <laughs> and then GSP has to go head-to-head with Scott and Tessa on their turf and do a, yes. uh, a skating routine. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather watch that than the stupid Foy Mayweather... Uh... Uh, what was it? Connor McGregor? Connor McGregor yeah. fight. I like it. Let's do it. And it's back in the news. The Bruffdale fake homecoming parties. Mayor Ed Holder looking for a way to curb street parties here in London, Ontario. And discussing the possibility of beefing up our bylaws to give greater penalties for people who are out there having... A little too much fun in the streets. The picture that the London Free Press is using for this story. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Did you about. notice this? Yeah. It, it makes it look like uh, like the greatest party ever. It almost looks like an advertisement for fake homecoming parties. It looks like an advertisement for the fire Festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a girl with a... With a lot of cleavage, showing a lot of cleavage up on someone's shoulders, and there's just a ton of people who look like they're having the time of their lives. Yeah. Talk about some clickbait, you know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. They knew what they were doing there. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you do? It looks like it looks like a great time. Mm-hmm. Is Are we just turning into old people who are jealous of young people who get to go out there and look good and have fun? I think some of it, but then when you see the numbers after and the damage caused and the police presence and how much that costs, I think it's pretty much justified. And it's the idiots who take it too far and do stuff like jump off roofs or get get dragged behind cars because they think it's funny. Someone will eventually get killed if it keeps going the way it's going. So that's, uh, that's the concern of Mayor Ed Holder, and that's why he wants to possibly do something with the bylaws to see if uh, that would work in terms of a deterrent. We just got a text message here from an FM 96 listener. To control street parties, they could use our city fire trucks with the water cannons. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be an awesome video. Crowd dispersal or uh, outfit two or three of general dynamics units with water cannons. Hook them up to hydrants and that should uh, that should end the party pretty quickly. Imagine the pictures the London Free Press will be posting after that. (laughs) (laughs) Wet t-shirt contest! What's the deal with FOCO? Why are you guys here today? Oh, FOCO, you know why? Because the school, they try to put our HOCO on exams, so everybody's like, f*** that, we still partying. We got... We got FOCO, which is where the party's at. Exactly. And then when it's HOCO, everybody still parties, you know? So we got two. A celebration of school spirit coupled with dangerous levels of binge drinking but ultimately <laughs> resulting in a, a pleasant experience time. for everyone slash a good time. You ever been to Disneyland? It's like that with alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> What's the strategy to party on FOCO? What's your game plan? To okay. prove to Western that we can party whenever we want. So this is where the time is good because, like, no. Cops can only patrol it. They can't control it. They only patrol. So I woke up and I, I basically I woke up. I threw up. Okay, uh, nine. And then I started driving the beers with me right around eight o'clock. 
<laughs> no, so you threw up first. I threw up first just to kind of clear it all out from the night before so I could start fresh. Blank, you don't want to start with a clean canvas and you want to build up from there. What's the craziest thing you've seen today or this weekend? Oh my god, definitely uh, someone jumping off the roof on a, on a beer pong table 100%. What's the craziest thing you've seen so far this weekend? Cocaine. Can I say that? <laughs> wow. The, I know what the co stands for in Foco now. Rockdale's where it's at. If you're not here, you're missing out. What advice would you give to anybody coming to Foco today? Uh, definitely uh, put put your beer um, in a container like a coffee mug or something like that. There's police everywhere. <laughs> Hide your beer because they'll just ticket you or they'll just take it from you and dump it from you. Have water, have sex, but get Okay, there's like a 50-year-old guy wandering around clearing up uh, old empty cans and stuff. I'm gonna see what his deal is. Uh, what's your name? Steve Brown. Steve, how did you get suckered into cleaning up cans today? I've been doing this for eight years. Eight years? It's not getting suckered in, man. If you... I told you how much money I made. What's your biggest haul so far, would you say? Out of here? So, about uh, six years ago, I got my hands on a massive cube van to do it. We collected just over $2,600. Okay. Ask me a question! Hey, I just saw you do a Jaeger shot. How was it? So good! It's a <laughs> show. Ask me another one! What time did you start drinking this morning? 8 a.m. Another one, go! How many beers did you have last night? How many drinks did you have last night? I did 20 Jaeger bombs last night. We have not stopped. 8 o'clock, go! 2-6 Malibu, some Jaeger bombs are ready to send it! At what age do you think you're going to have a heart attack? Hey there, bud. Is that a fishing lure? Or sex move. That's a good move. You're not kidding. That's a good move. Andy is our contestant this morning. How you doing, Andy? I'm doing great. Game simple. Jim's going to name something. It's either a fishing lure, name of a fishing lure that you can currently purchase out there on the market, or it's slang for a, a, a sex move. All right. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> you get enough of these right, and we're going to hook you up with some sweet prizes. What is the first one, fishing lure or sex move? Sexy shad. The sexy shad. Is that a fishing lure or sex move? That's definitely a fishing lure. You are correct, sir. Not to be confused with London's very own rapper, Shad. No, this lure is the standard bear lipless crankbait on the Pro Tour with 3D eyes and free-floating rattles for best action and sound. Next Sounds one, sexy. <laughs> next one, the tawdry tube. Um, fishing lure? Incorrect, sir. The tawdry tube is when it's basically cowgirl, but you're in a floating inflatable tube on the water. <laughs> It takes some, you need some accessories and you probably need a pool or a lake <laughs> nearby. The Stormy Daniels, fishing lure or sex move? Stormy Daniels. Sex move? Incorrect, sir. Oh, With the genuine metal lip, classic molds, and same erratic side-to-side -side action, this lure is legendary for sure. No way. There's a fishing lure named the Stormy Daniels? <laughs> What can I what can I say? There's a lot of fishing lures called Stormy Something. So I think a guy named Daniel probably I don't right, know. Yeah. I don't know if it was before or after, but that is that was one of the toughest ones yet. I would have said sex move for sure. 
Floppy flying fish. <laughs> Floppy flying fish. Is that a sex move or fishing lure? Please be a sex move. Sex move. You are correct, sir. Oh, Can you even say what that is? Now bear with me on this one. Man's on the bed. They're both facing the ceiling, but her feet are on the man's thighs, and she's leaning off the bed on a 45-degree angle, <laughs> almost like a handstand, and in all caps, experts only. <laughs> the, the flying floppy fish. Finally here, you got to get this one right for the prize. Uh. The Alaskan bullworm. <laughs> <laughs> Fishing lure. I am sorry, sir. That is a sex move that involves a popsicle. Enough said. (laughs) The Alaskan bullworm. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That Stormy Daniels has got to be a sex move, too. Yeah. I think we're going to give it to you on a technicality here. This was definitely the hardest one I think we've done so far. That's what she said. He got a great laugh, too. Let's give him the prize. What has yes. he won, Jim? A four-pack of tickets to the London Boat Fishing and Outdoors show. It's taking th- place this weekend at the Western Fair Metroland Media Agriplex building. Tickets are only 15 bucks at the door. And be sure to visit the FM96 booth beside the Holly Gully Boat Display for your chance to win one of $12.96 gift cards. And we're going to throw in a pair of tickets to see Brit Floyd. Uh, the Brit Floyd World Tour at Budweiser Gardens, April 3rd. Tickets are on sale now. BudweiserGardens.com. I just read the... Uh the description here of the of the Alaskan bullworm. <laughs> I don't think I can ever eat a popsicle again. <laughs> Here's a story from CBC. Officials warn of illegal cannabis products being sold in convenience stores. Officials are warning about illegal cannabis products being sold in convenience stores in St. Thomas, Elgin, and Oxford counties. Products include gummy bears. Oil and vape pens containing substances like CBD. And they want to remind retailers that selling these products is illegal and customers should know that purchasing these products from the retailers is also illegal. That's disgusting. Convenience stores selling weed products? That is... But like where exactly are they selling them? <laughs> Do you have a list of stores, uh, Taz? Can you please share that with me? Yeah, I think that's what everybody's thinking, right? <laughs> oh. Uh, I, I don't know what stores are selling them. I've, he- I've heard that uh, maybe on the res. Mm, yeah, there, I heard that too. There may be some uh, some places that are selling this stuff, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, I wonder I wonder what happens when you go in like does it say weed gummies on it or is it like do you have to specially ask for them is it you have to right. know a guy kind of thing I don't know exactly how it works. So like I I don't know if this was an urban legend but when I was in high school apparently there was a pizza shop and if you asked for the special mushrooms on your pizza they'd put magic mushrooms on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I never ordered a pizza from there. I don't couldn't tell you what pizza shop it was. I don't know if it was true or not, but apparently you could just, if you knew the code word or you asked <laughs> for the special mushrooms, I can't remember even how you ordered them. Yeah. But it, it probably was fake, or who knows? It would be a good way to sell drugs if you're a pizza delivery guy. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of these guys are like teenagers that deliver pizzas, or they were when I was in high school, and they could easily mix up a pizza, give it to a sweet old lady, and she'd be just <laughs> tripping out. <laughs> uh, why gummy bears? 
You know what I mean? What do you mean? Well, I just don't understand why gummy bears are the big thing for marijuana. Why did they choose gummy bears? Why not like jelly beans or... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's like easy to th- synthesize the weed. and Because it's like, what is gummy bears? It's just like a chemical, right? Yeah. Well, why did they choose bears to make the gummy into in the first place? Just for the regular candy. Yeah. <laughs> why bears? I think for the 90s cartoon, that's where it became popular, right? Well, there were gummy bears candy before the gummy bears children's cartoon. Okay. There's also gummy worms. That's right. It's a big one. Yeah. They like they I've had gummy tarantulas with weed in them. Really? So you like you pull a leg off and that's like a different dose. So, you know, people are always scared uh to eat, to eat, the eat whole too thing? much, yeah. right? So like that was like a strategy well, like that you would eat a freak leg at a time. <laughs> you have gummy worms and tarantulas around? Yeah. Start <laughs> scratching all over. There's <laughs> bugs all over me. <laughs> But yeah, the the thing I don't like about it, and it's been said before, I'm not the first person to say it, but it's too close to candy. And we've heard stories about kids getting into it, like their parents stash, no matter where they hide them. So they should make them look like... uh, Look a little less appealing for the kids. Yeah, make them look like hard candy the kids don't want, like ribbon candy. (laughs) Werther's Originals, (laughs) infused with marijuana. Yeah, now we're talking. Only people over 65 are going to be eating those things. Well... If you own a convenience store or you're going to a convenience store that sells these things, uh, you could get in trouble with the cops if you're buying the marijuana-infused gummy bears. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.